0: Hello and welcome back to Stocks with Superman Dudo. Oh yeah, we got a good one for you here. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you're having a nice day. It is February 20th, Saturday, 9 20 a.m. Just been putting some notes together this morning. I've got a great video for you here. Uh, we're going to talk about the stock market. For beginners uh, essentially just break down the stock market as a whole uh, answer some well-known questions and uh, I hope you like it now first and foremost before I get started if you are new to the channel please leave a like and subscribe and if you aren't new to the channel please hit the like button right now and do me a favor make sure you stay until the end because I've got some goodies for you uh, and if you could, after the video is over, drop me a comment and hmm, what's a good a good comment would be, how long have you been watching stocks with Superman dude? How long have you been watching? How long have you been a subscriber? Uh, is this your first time here? You know, let me know. Uh, we're looking for a lot of comments and some thumbs up and all that good stuff. So without further ado, uh, I'm going to explain the stock market. Now, first things first. How does a stock become a stock? Does a company just say, "I want uh, to be on the stock market," and boom, they're on the stock market and they're worth ten dollars a share, and, and there's a, a two million shares or twenty million shares outstanding? No. So the way a, a, a stock becomes a stock is a company will do a public offering. And what that means is, uh, let's take a company like Apple for existence. When they first started, they would do an offering and they would say, uh, do an offering for 20 million shares at X dollars a share, whatever dollar amount that they're shooting for, uh, say $10 a share. And investors will pay that to basically invest in that company so that when uh, once they take their company public after they've done their initial public offering they've sold their shares to shareholders once it goes public then it becomes tradable and that that price uh, either devalues or increases and a lot of cases good companies it increases so that's initially where a stock comes from. Now there are, are other things in the stock market as a whole uh, besides stocks. There's a lot of things that you can buy. There's indexes, like these indexes right here, the, uh, these are futures actually, but these are the indexes. We've got the S&P 500, 500 stocks, uh, and it kind of gives you the average. We've got the NASDAQ index, the uh, Dow Jones, which is the thirty uh, top companies, the Nasdaq is the U.S. five hundred. That's the top five hundred companies. So what those are those are a combination of some of the the stronger companies in their exchange. So on the New York Stock Exchange, you've got the Dow Jones, uh, and on the Nasdaq, you've got your Nasdaq. Um, blah, blah, blah. I already screwed it up. It's okay. We keep going, baby. Um, dang it! Okay. Uh, indexes, and then there's ETFs as well. And a ETF is an exchange-traded fund. And I'll just show you some examples of ETFs. Uh, and an ETF is, like... They'll do a cannabis sector ETF and that covers all the stocks in the cannabis sector and gives you a nice little average and it helps you be safe uh, so that you're not adhered to one stock having bad news and it goes way down. When you hold ETFs, you're holding an entire industry or a market and you're not adhered to that single stock risk. When that industry takes a, a, a dive, then yes, your ETF will take a dive as well. So Vanguard S&P 500 is the first ETF. There's a ton of them you can go through and and search through and find all kinds of fun little ETFs, Uh, Vanguard value, and it tells you like the symbol, VTV. So those are going to be a lot, a lot more uh, safe than any regular stock. Uh, The indexes, you can buy those as well. Uh, Like the NASDAQ is just simply QQQ. And that's how you would buy the NASDAQ. Uh, The Dow, I think it's DJIA, or DIA. Yeah. And that would be an index that you could buy as well. Uh, Also kind of considered an ETF. Uh, Those are very good for conservative investors. Uh, Next thing on the list that you can buy is, we've got ETFs, indexes, stocks, cryptocurrency, cryptocurrency. And last but not least, options. Uh, now, there are several types of traders in the stock market. And what that means is there's a different kind of person for each type of stock. So some people like to just buy buy and hold. So they would take, and let's say they would buy Apple uh, and put their 800 bucks in or whatever, 500 whatever they want to put in, and they just leave it and come back and check it every now and then but they just leave it to grow for you know until they want to retire it's not a bad strategy because stocks do generally go up over time Uh, another kind of trader is a day trader and a day trader is somebody who buys and sells on the same day quite a lot Uh, they'll find stocks in the morning they think are going to go up they'll buy them and by the end of the day they're out uh there's Swing Traders, which is kind of close to what I do. Um, swing Traders are going to try to trade in the the trends of different stocks. And we'll go over that a little more uh, soon. There's me. Uh, I think I'm a little unique. I combine all of them together and I, I kind of do a little bit of everything. You know, I don't necessarily do the buy and hold, but I do buy and hold on my pure profit. I don't day trade per se, but I do trade often. So... And then there's high-risk reward traders, and that would be like options traders. And options are very risky because quite generally you either uh, make money in a decent amount of it or you lose all your investment on your options, so it's very risky. Um, so one thing that you'll hear a lot in the in the stock market is bulls versus bear. And a bull market is just means they want a bull. A bull market investor, or the bulls, want the stock to go up. The bears, or a bear market, is a down market. The bears want it to go down. Um, One of the most important things that you'll hear while you're investing is buy low, sell high. You might have heard that quite a lot of times. Buy low, sell high. And all that just means is, let's say you see this Apple and you bought it at 60 and let's just get out a little uh, thing right here. Say you bought Apple at $60 per share. And you bought 100 shares, which at that time was $6,000. All right. Now to buy low, sell high, buy low. And then the sell high would be like to sell, let's say, at 135 So then you're selling at $135 per share. So the math on this is uh, is pretty easy. For the $60 per share, it's just 60 times 100. And then to find out how much money you made, it's pretty easy as well. 100 times 135. I don't need a calculator for this, but we'll do it anyway, just for fun. 100 times 135, 13,500. So, by buying low and selling high, in this example of Apple, just that one small step, oops. would net $7,500 in profit off a $6,000 investment. That's pretty darn good. So that's what they mean when people say buy low and sell high. It just means buy at a lower price than that of what you sell it at. And that's how you make money in the stock market. Anytime you buy at a low price and sell at a higher price, you're making money. Uh, And that's good. So... Buy low, sell high... uh, have a plan when you're trading in the stock market don't just fire from the hip have a plan know what you're going to sell and or what what stock to play and i'm going to say stock to play not buy what stock to play when to buy when to sell what to do when down what to do when up you need a game plan for all those situations and if you don't have that game plan then you're missing something very very important in your trading strategy and you need to fix that and so the trading tr- trading strategy that I teach people and if you haven't seen that yet it's in the description down below it's a playlist binge the whole playlist you won't be disappointed I promise Uh, But essentially what I tell you to do is, first of all, like, I'll get into what stocks to play. But generally I say when to buy is buy when stock is down at least 2%. I need to check something. Oh, thank goodness. Okay. Um, When to sell. Sell when stock is up at least 2% simple and the way I do things is a little bit different so if I buy $50 worth at whatever price I will then sell $50 at the higher price and then I will leave the profit in the stock that's my buy and hold so what I do is I just repeat a buy sell buy sell buy sell Uh, And let me show you kind of what that looks like. Uh. Okay. (laughs) Oops. Did I start this over? Wait. What the heck? Oh, I know what's going on here. I kind of moved them. So once, essentially, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell, buy, sell. Do this so many times so many times look at all these times that of profit-taking these are all successful trades successful trades 400 successful trades at that and then once you've done that you eventually start having a position that looks like this a thousand dollars in profit 77 shares of profit that I've created out of just trading the stock itself um, See, okay. So, now what to buy? Common question. I generally suggest that you if you're going to buy stocks as a beginner, you start with the main strong stocks, Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Tesla, GRWG, Visa. Let's start with those stocks. They're very uh, strong, uh, safe stocks. And when to buy. So, what stocks to play? When to buy? Buy when the stock is at least 2% down. When to sell? Sell when the stock is at least 2% up. What to do when down? Buy more. So this is another avenue of my strategy where if you have, let's say, $400 to buy a stock, instead of taking $400 buying the stock and that's it, I'm going to take your $400 and divide it 10 times so it's $40 times 10 buys, which is still equal to your $400, whatever. Come on, buddy. And what that does for me is... While the stock is doing this throughout the course of a day or a week, I can capitalize on buying on these dips and getting somewhere in there to get an average price uh, that would be a lot better, for one. And for two, uh, it allows me a protected downside of 20% uh, because you're buying at every 2% down, 10 buys times 2%, 20%. It's a little bit more if you do the actual math, but that's fine. Um, So, there's kind of, that's my trading strategy too, but that's having a strategy. You don't have to use my strategy, but know what stock to play, when to buy it, when to sell it, what to do when the stock goes down, and what to do when the stock goes up. You want to have options. You want to have options. Okay? All right. Um, what platform to use? So there's a lot of trading platforms. I personally prefer Robinhood, uh, even though they had uh, the most recent issue with GameStop and Nokia and all that and AMC. uh, I had my stock trading license when I was 19 years old. I traded stocks as a stockbroker for years. I understand what they had to go through and I understand it's not their fault. It's the clearing firm's fault. If you don't understand that, then you just aren't educated enough yet in that information so there's a lot of people that are upset at Robin Hood but it's just it's like being upset at the cook at a restaurant because the electricity goes out you know it's like what well, well, what the hell you want me to do you want me to you want me to cook the food with a lighter you know it's, it's the same thing basically <laughs> basically so try not to give them too much grief is all I'm saying it's not really their fault uh, but I like Robin Hood I tried Weeble I did not like Weeble. Uh, I've also used Ameritrade before, I did like that, but I, I don't, haven't liked any platform as much as I like Robinhood, and in the description down below you will also see a link to my Robinhood, uh, if you use that link, me and you both will get a free share of stock, quite generally they give you a 3 or $4 piece of junk, but hey, what are you going to do, it's free, right, so there you go. Okay, so moving on, diversification. What does diversification even mean? Well, first of all, diversification is having a lot of different different stuff. So I like to have and control 100 stocks. See all those stocks? That's not quite 100. I'm a little low right now. Um, I'm only at 75 stocks right now. Uh, And I'd like to have 25 more. The reason you want to diversify is so that if something happens, like let's say, for instance, the cannabis industry stocks go down 30% in a day. Well, that happened about a week ago, right? (laughs) In that instance, being diversified and spread out amongst the 100 stocks is going to prevent your portfolio uh, from doing one of these numbers. (laughs) And falling straight out of bed and, and your entire portfolio feeling the pain of one stock taking a dump. Uh, and it also opens you up to have opportunities uh, like this. You know, Up 14% in a day, um, let me get down to the bottom more, uh, up 8% aftermarket, up 20 17 percent, you know, it opens up opportunities, more opportunities to see increased gains past that 2 percent during after hours, and those gains are what really make the, the account springboard, so to speak. So, um Diversify, diversify, diversify. Buy a lot of stocks. Spread yourself out so you're not adhered to the risk of one mar- one stock's movement. Um, a suggestion I have for beginners uh, who are just starting to trade stocks is I would suggest first of all pick up my stock trading strat- uh Excel and pick yourself up the use the updated eighteen, which I'm going to show you just a moment I'm a little sick but I'm okay and paper trade so uh, I have different episodes out on my Excel you can message me and I'll let you know how to get yourself one Uh, but essentially paper trade come in here and look at the stock market and say okay if I bought You know, right now, let's say I bought ten dollars of Apple at where's it at one twenty nine point seven five, and then do whatever you would do if it was the case of money. Uh, If it goes down, you buy more. Goes down to one twenty eight something. You buy another ten worth something like that and then once it goes up do your cells convert them down here to the bottom uh, like in the videos videos show you how to use this very well Um, and just do some paper trades and get yourself to a point so that you're comfortable that you can follow your own strategy or somebody else's mine you can use all kinds of different strategies but the idea is to find a strategy that you're comfortable with uh, that meets your risk aversion uh, and also gets you where you want to go. Leaves you feeling confident about your trading. And to do a paper trade to get to that point is very wise. Uh, A lot of people lose money when they first start investing Uh, and the way they do that is they will buy something can I explain this they will see a stock doing this and they'll buy it up here <laughs> and then it comes back down and they're screwed and the best way to keep yourself from doing that by the way look at this 100% gain the best way to keep yourself from doing that is to have a rule That prevents it from even being possible and like my rule is I only buy when the market is down 2% and that essentially protects me from buying at the top no matter what it's always going to be at least 2% below the top right Um, and and you do want to keep an eye on the economy and what's going on with the economy some things really do tend to hurt the economy. If you see the stock market crash and, uh, you know, the two planes just flew into the, the towers, you don't sell on days like that. You buy for, for one and you don't panic because they do tend to come back. That's a crash. A correction is like what we saw in the pot stocks and the regular market on Thursday, uh when stocks, you'll see the entire stock market, all stocks down, anywhere from eight to fifteen percent. That's a correction, uh, and that's a good time to buy. All right. So there's there's a few different kinds of markets. So you have your pre market, you have your open stock market, you have your after market, and then you have your futures market. Now, the open stock market is open from 9.30 to 4. 9.30 a.m. to 4.00 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's when everybody can trade. Some platforms allow you to trade in the pre-market and the after-market. Webull offers that, and so does Robinhood. Now, the pre-market starts at 4 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Robinhood's uh, pre-market allows you to start trading at 9 a.m., a half an hour before they open. Webull lets you start at 4 a.m. However, you cannot buy fractional shares on Webull, which makes things very, very difficult. Aftermarket is from 4.30 to 6.00 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Robinhood, you can trade the whole time. Webull, uh, you can trade until 8.00 p.m. Uh, So I I guess I should say the aftermarket is open until 8.00 p.m. Is that right? No, it's not. It's open till six p.m. on Weevil too. Sorry. Uh, and there's two things: the pre-market and the aftermarket. Quite generally, do not accept market orders unless it's on a very a, a well-known stock like Apple or Google. Um, quite generally, it's limit orders only. And what that means is you have to per, uh you have to select the dollar amount that you want to buy or sell at and the number of shares. You can't do dollar amount on limit orders. Uh, So that makes things a little bit more tricky. But the best advice I can give you is if you're buying, do an extra penny. So on eBay, you would do a limit order for 11.61. If you're selling, take a penny away and do 11.59. And that'll make sure you get filled like right away. Um, Let's see here last is the futures market the futures market is open uh the vast majority of the time it stops from i believe and i could be wrong on this one but i'm pretty sure it stops from 4 p.m till 6 p.m and then it starts back up at 6 p.m and runs all the way till uh 4 p.m the next day and shuts down for two hours Uh, on the weekend uh the aftermarket the futures market doesn't start until so the, the stock market closes at 6 p.m. and then the futures market will open on Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time and run all through the night and give us an indication of what we can expect on a Monday morning. So the futures market quite generally will tell us what what to expect for the day. And it'll tell us whether we're going to open up or down. If it's like way down, we're going to open down. If it's way up, we're going to open up. Most of the time, very rarely, very rarely, what you'll see happen is the futures market will be wrong. And it'll be way down and the stock market will open way up. And that does happen. So don't expect that the futures market is always going to tell you what's about to happen or or what have you. It can be wrong. It definitely can be wrong. So, the next thing I'm going to go over and kind of show you is how to read charts. Um, And there's a couple things to look at here. Now, the first thing is support and resistance levels. Now, support and resistance levels are essentially levels that the stock has hit numerous times and shown strength at those levels. Now, we had a lot of support and resistance levels, all these red lines. Uh, on APHA when we first started trading it right it was back around what $2 a share Um, and at the time this was its support 425 or resistance and once it gets above that point it tends to stay above that until it breaks through the next resistance which is right here this next line and you can see it kind of struggles boom way up through and then drops down comes all the way back down Towards support, bounces off support, tests this resistance again, and then breaks through, pushes to the next resistance level, which is here, comes down, 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 down to support, and then back up to resistance, then down to this support, and then up to resistance, breaks through, breaks through, breaks through, breaks through, and then down to support. Up, up, down to support, down to this support finally down to this support and then it started breaking through resistance again so these support and resistance levels are kind of hard to see when you're a new trader Uh, but a lot of the time um people like me will give you advice and will say you know the support is this or resistance is this the support is the level on the bottom that we expect the stock to bounce off of or to have a strong support at support uh the resistance is this the price at which it, it is expected to go up to and needs to break through upward uh, to continue on it's got to break through that resistance level currently uh we've got a pretty decent support right here And so that kind of gives us a good idea. And then resistance looks like, right there. And the reason I I put that, we had two solid hits here. This down in the middle here came down to here. And we have a spike up one, two, three, four times it hit there and bounced back down. So a free resistance right now is 22.83. Support is 17.26. Okay. Now, the other thing I want to talk about is trend lines. So stocks quite often tend to follow a trend. And in the stock market, people will often say the trend is your friend. And this purple line is a trend line. And a trend line is just simply... Uh, a trend that the stock is keeping or just like anything that's trending it continues to go up be popular be in demand things of that nature so there's what a trend line would look like if you drew it right through the stock I'm gonna make it purple now we don't generally do that we generally go off the, the bottoms and it creates a nice trend line for us sometimes which in this case it has on Apple, and you'll notice it looks like it kind of bounced off this trend line and support, and this is actually a pretty darn good buy on Apple, bouncing off uh, trend line support as well. I expect it will probably go back up to one forty four, uh, but that we say it a lot: the trend is your friend. Um. I generally have a rule I never buy on a run. Like this is a run when it's running up like this. I like to wait until it's down here to buy and down here to buy. I I like to buy after it gets beat up. Like another example, FUV got beat up, right? This is like, I bought so much of this on Friday right at this level I expect it to go back up and it got beat up. This. Kind of uh, strategy of strategy, waiting till you see these kinds of things to buy, will ensure that you didn't buy at the top. Definitely, definitely. Okay, so there's something else you'll hear often in the stock market industry, and that is fundamentals and technicals. And so, fundamental analysis is essentially just the fundamentals. The the dollars of the company the balance sheet of the company so let me just pull up Apple stock oops come on baby alright so looking at Apple this would be doing the fundamentals the fundamental analysis reviewing the revenue the income how everything's looking uh, you know, these, these numbers being up shows growth, which means the stock should grow. If these numbers were all down, that would be not good. So fundamental analysis is reviewing the, the balance sheets of, of a stock. Technical analysis is analyzing the chart. That's what that means. Okay. Uh, whenever you're trading stocks, uh, it's really important that you throw your emotions in the garbage leave the emotions out of it if you can be uh, you can be as robotic as possible that would be helpful be as robotic as possible and all that means is if i if you have a strategy to buy at two percent down and sell at two percent up stick to your guns stick to your guns all right um little, little, little. emotions are bad be a robot Best stocks for beginners to buy are going to be Apple, Microsoft, Google, Facebook, Amazon, Tesla, GRWG, and Visa. Uh, And I will put all those stock symbols here for you. Hang tight. Apple. Microsoft. Google. Facebook. Amazon. Tesla. GRWG. Visa. I would probably add PayPal in there. And if you really want to, you could add a few more like uh, Neo, DKNG, and SPCE. Those are great starting stocks for you. Um, there's a few types of orders whenever you're buying stocks. Uh, you've got a market order, a limit order, a stop loss order, a stop limit order, a trailing stop order, and a recurring order. So I'm going to go through those real quick. A market order... just gonna give you the best available price right now it can vary uh, depending on how much the stock is moving Uh, and if the stock trades lower volume you may end up getting a price quote 10 20 cents 30 cents higher than the actual prices right now Um, in the aftermarket in the pre-market it's limit order only and a limit order Essentially, you're just saying the limit price that you want to buy or sell at. So on this one, let's say 11. And remember, when you want to buy, you want to give it an extra penny, and when you sell, you want to uh, give it a penny below. So I'll buy, and I'm willing to buy at 1161 right now. It's 1160. So there's people willing to sell at 1160 for sure at 1161. And then I select my share, my shares total, and it'll tell me the dollar amount and then you have to check this box if you're trading in the pre-market or aftermarket. If it's regular hours checking or not checking this box will not affect anything. I find it best to just always check the stupid ass box. I don't know why they have the box but just check the box. And then you would hit review and it'll tell you you know what what's going on or what have you. Uh, next, stop loss orders um, are gonna be to protect a gain so let's say on this one I bought this at 593 it's 1160 now I could put a stop-loss order at say eleven dollars a share and if the stock comes down to eleven dollars a share or worse then it'll automatically fill me at the next available price once it hits that eleven dollars um, stop limit order Will is essentially pretty damn close to the stop loss order. Uh, I don't really even know how to explain it any differently. Stop a trailing stop order is really as is really can be helpful. Let's say you have a stock like this. Once again, it's it's running. It's at five. You bought it at five ninety three. It's at eleven sixty, up a hundred percent. You can set up a trailing stop to sell on a percentage of let's say five percent and what that means is whatever the most recent high price was so on this one the most recent high price was 1223 so five percent below that is going to trigger a sell and the reason you would do something like that is when the stock is going up like this if you do a trailing stop it's not going to sell you out until the stock turns around and goes down. So if you're in a large amount of profit, you can use a trailing stop to capitalize on maximum profit minus whatever percentage. So it would be 12.78 minus 5%, which is 60 cents, which puts you at 12.10. Not bad. So a trailing stop order you can use to sell. You can also use it to buy. Let's say you're watching a stock And it's been going down all day. And guessing the bottom is, quite frankly, impossible. So you do a trailing stop order to buy, and you give it a 2%. And so essentially, once the stock rebounds up at least 2%, you'll buy. And that just makes it so you don't even have to watch the stock. You can just put that order in and walk away. And whenever it's done falling for the day and it starts rebounding, you quite generally get in. So that's a good way to to use the utilities that you have available to you and the different kind of buys and sells and things of that nature. Um, Buying on down day, I already said, ensures profit. So the main points here are, number one, don't forget to like and subscribe. Number two, comment, how long have you been with Stocks with Superman, dude? And then the main points of the video, first of all, do your own due diligence. What does that mean? Research the companies you're going to buy. At the end of the day, if stocks go down, you can't blame me. It's not fair. You have to blame yourself because you chose to listen to me. Like, Luckily, I've only been wrong on one stock so far, and it's still recovering. Everything else is, we've taken profits on, so that's, I mean, you know, <laughs> You know, 99%. (laughs) Yeah, baby. All right. uh, So do your own due diligence. Shut up. Shh. Do your own due diligence. Have a plan. Have a plan. Don't just shoot from the hip. Know when, what to buy, when to buy it, when to sell it, what to do when it goes down, what to do when it goes up. Have a plan. Diversification is key. You want to own several stocks to protect yourself. It's and Essentially, that's what it's for. To protect yourself and your growth. Be robotic. Be as robotic as possible. I want you to look like this motherfucker right here. I want you to look like that guy when you're trading stocks. Be robotic. That's me. That's me right there. Okay, Buy low, sell high. I know that's a tough one to to think about. Buy low, sell high. Always. Last but not least, subscribe to Superman Dude. And leave a comment how long you've been watching Stocks with Superman Dude. Oh yeah! (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for stopping by this exciting and different episode of Stocks with Superman Dude and Stocks for Beginners. If I missed some stuff that you're still not clear about, uh, please leave it in the comments and let me know so I can answer your questions properly. Uh, I have court on March 9th for medical disability. If you really want to know what's wrong with me, you can ask and I'll tell you, but if that goes through, I'm gonna start live streaming um, daily while I trade, and I'm actually contemplating doing a 24-hour or 24/7 live stream uh, from my other computer, uh, so that I can be live on Twitch at all times. People can always come and ask me live questions, stuff like that, uh, and you can also watch me live trade. So that's cool. That's coming soon. So make sure you do like, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications. And I think the most important thing you can do today, besides comment, like, and subscribe, have a good day. No, but seriously, have a good day.